am back here on the Collar Financial Show to help the hubby talk about how we went from negative to positive. Take it away. Thanks for stealing the intro there. So yes, our special guest is back for another episode. I wanted her to help us tell the story of how we went from a negative $72,000 net worth to a positive $65,000 net worth over the course of 18 months. I chose this 18 months because this is when we really started to get a good handle on how we wanted to handle our finances and really make that first big impact. This is meant to be an encouragement episode because I was asked why I got into financial coaching. And this is why, because this is what we went through and we see that other people could use the same tips, do the same thing and get the same results. So hopefully this encourages you to go out there and shoot for your financial goals. Okay, so here's how this all started. We had just graduated college and we were $72,000 in debt. Like I said, we had just graduated college, so we didn't have anything to our name, really. We didn't have any savings. We didn't have any assets, really. So it was really just us and that debt. But we had pretty good jobs, so we started making an income. And in my mind, I was like, if we're making an income, let's get started on the right foot. I've always been a kind of financially savvy person. And so I knew starting $72,000 in debt was not a very great start. So I wanted to go ahead, hit the ground running and get that knocked out so that we could start a really good financial journey and start building that strong foundation for ourselves. I think we talked about this before in another episode, how my wife is the spender between us two. So us graduating college and getting much better jobs and making a lot more money I guess she was looking forward to spending a lot of that money. However, I was looking forward to being able to pay off a lot of that debt and saving a lot and building a lot. So this was our first big hurdle to really get through. So what we ended up doing was we set aside a certain amount of spending money that we already had predetermined for the month. And we said that we will not spend any more than this on the things that we want to do for fun, like going to the movies, going to get ice cream, restaurants, all of those things. It was a set budget. So at that point, all of our bills, we had those paid and that equaled up to be about 25% of our income. What that means is that we had 75% of our income to use to pay down this debt. Now, it may not be reasonable to get everyone down to spending 25% of their income or lower. It was just reasonable for us because we had just left college. So that means that we were used to not spending a lot of money because we didn't have a lot of money. For example, you may only be able to get down to spending 70% of your paycheck on your bills if you were living paycheck to paycheck before. The point is that you need to get to where you're spending less money than you make. That is the key. Once you do that, then you are automatically into that category of saving, investing, paying down debt. Once you get there, you will see progress and you will see it fast. So right when we first started working our jobs, I got on the phone with a lot of people who knew a lot about money and how to handle it. At the time, we had a financial advisor. I also listened to a lot of podcasts, and I actually got on the phone with one of the guys who ran that podcast show, and I got to ask him a couple of questions and to pick his brain. Really helpful in getting us started and getting an idea of what we wanted to do. So what we ended up focusing on was paying down our debts. That was our main focus. But then we also got our retirement savings and our regular emergency fund savings account set up to automatically deduct a certain amount each month. The biggest help in all this was setting everything up to automatically come out of our bank accounts before we'd even see it. 
That way we would hit all of our savings goals and all of our retirement investment goals without even looking at it. Each month we were doing this, we would see our debts shrink and our accounts grow little by little. That's the big key. It was little by little. Now, in hindsight, looking back after that 18 month period, other people would look and say, wow, you grew your net worth by one hundred and thirty seven thousand in 18 months. You must have been living on nothing. People thought we were living in a cardboard box driving a scooter to and from work. But that is not it. We actually lived a very normal life. We still went on vacations. For example, we did four trips in that two year period. Uh, One of them was we went to Florida. That was a road trip. We did a road trip to North Carolina where we drove around to Durham, Greensboro, Charlotte. We just went city hopping. We flew to Vegas for about five days. And we did a trip to Puerto Rico where we stayed for about four days. The key is in each of those places, you want to go somewhere free. So I would always look for like parks or like fun things to tour, a museum maybe, just like things that were relatively cheaper. Yes. So it was cheaper, but we still had a lot of fun. Like museums are great. They're pretty cheap. A lot of times they're free, but you have a lot of fun. You get a lot of great pictures and even just walking up and down the streets. Yeah, like you never know what you're going to find at a hole-in-the-wall boutique or just like restaurant. There's so many interesting things you can find. Very true. We probably had the most fun doing those random walks through random stores. So those were some vacations. You just have to set aside money for those vacations. So whenever you spend money to go on a flight to, say, Vegas, it needs to be on purpose and you need to have a plan for it. We planned all of our vacations months ahead of time. We were also saving for vacations before we even really knew where we were going. It was just an automatic part of our budget. Now, those were just four trips over the span of two years, but we also had fun on just a regular weekend. We had these regular things that we would call date nights where we would take each other out for a date. A lot of times it was a surprise, but we used that to be our fun. That was how we would spend the money that we set aside to spend. One of my favorite date nights actually was a Friday night. We went skating. Then we went to Waffle House, which I had never been to because I'm from New York. And then we went to get ice cream. And it was so fun because we just kind of like did regular things. None of them were expensive. And it was so fun just to like be with each other. Yeah. And we found dates like that on a regular that we can do something really fun for pretty cheap. Like Trunk Nick. Yes. So you might have to explain what Trunk Nick is. Right. So a Trunk Nick is a picnic in your trunk. Clever. But you go to your car, we have a Jeep, so we put down the back seats and we'll lay it down, put a whole bunch of blankets, pillows, and we'll just sit back there and open it up in a park and just eat and enjoy each other's company. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It was one thing that we did one time as like a surprise and now it turned into something that we do on a regular. Now don't get me wrong, all of our dates aren't super cheap. Like when we have room in the budget, we will definitely go on an expensive dinner date or something like that. Yes, so we have gotten to the end of the month with room left in our spending budget, and we've spent over $100 on a meal going to Fogo de Chao or something along those lines. It's almost like a game. When you get to that point and you do have room left in the budget, you try to find ways to be able to enjoy something that's more of a splurge than usual. Another good way to make some room in your budget is to be thrifty shoppers. We like to frequent places like Walmart, Big Lots, Ikea, Goodwill is my favorite, and Facebook Marketplace is my new secret gem. 
Yes, we found some really good deals on Facebook Marketplace, actually. Uh, we just got a hammock in preparing for the springtime. How much did we buy that hammock for? I think we bought it for $25. $25, yes. And before we went to buy it, we looked it up and brand new, it cost $250. We wound up getting it from this really rich couple that basically lived in a mansion and were just trying to get rid of it. It was brand new, still in the box, had never been used. It was $25. Yes, you can't beat that. You cannot. We've actually found a lot of really good deals at these places. Not all of them 90% off like the hammock, but we found some really good deals. Now, one category where we're a little more generous in our budget is our grocery category. Now, I can talk to this topic because the cooking is my place in the house. But I definitely like to set aside some money for like the end of the month to buy little kitchen gadgets that we can use to make the food better. Yes, and she has gotten really good at planning for those and making those happen. I definitely can't complain. Like we said, we've gotten pretty thrifty and savvy when it comes to our spending. That has really helped us out because it's way easier to control the money that you have rather than to try and go out and make more money to out-earn your wasteful spending. Now, we have come a long way in that time, but we also did things like we bought a house. We got a dog, so we have a four-legged friend in the house now. We had to make some big purchases, like we had to buy a washer and dryer when we moved. We also had some bumps in the road, like we had a tree fall on our house about a week after we bought it. We had to get that repaired and get the tree removed. Now, that was a minor bump because we were prepared for things like that with an emergency fund. But that just goes to show that we have had a pretty normal experience when it comes to the way things worked out. We didn't hit the lottery or have a big inheritance, nothing like that. We were just smart with our spending and controlled our money. Now, seeing what we did, increasing our net worth by $137,000 over the course of 18 months, I have full faith that almost anyone can do this. And I only say almost because there are some people who just will not put forth the effort. I decided to start coaching so that I can find those people who are willing to put forth the effort and all they need is a little push and a little coaching. The statistics say that 60% of people are living paycheck to paycheck right now in America and the average person has car loans and credit card debt that weigh them down every month. I want to help those people to show them that you don't have to live like that and let that weigh you down. You can get debt free and begin building wealth and you will see your savings and your foundation grow so fast. We are living proof that it can be done and we are just getting started. So please let this story be evidence and motivation for you to go and meet your financial goals. And if you ever need a coach to help guide you, you can always reach out to collarfinancial.com or email coach at collarfinancial.com. And this is usually where we play the outro, but because my wife is here, we can do a live outro this time. Here it is. Thanks for tuning in to the Collar Financial Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. See you next time. Wow, that was good. <laughs>